the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus is in Capernaum on the northern shore of the Sea of Galilee, staying at a house there, and he goes outside and walks down to the shore, and there such great crowds gather to hear him that he gets into a boat to teach them, and he teaches them the parable of the sower. And then he explains it to them. And then he teaches them the parable of the weeds and the parable of the mustard seed and the parable of the leaven. And then Jesus and the disciples go back to the house and the disciples ask Jesus to explain the meaning of the parable of the weeds. And as we heard in the vicar's sermon last week, Jesus explains the Son of Man sows good seed and the good seed are the sons of the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. We so so often want to ask, why does God allow evil to exist? And Jesus teaches here that he will let the weeds grow for a time, lest in gathering the weeds you root up the wheat along with them. For now the weeds are allowed to grow. But at the close of the age, the angels will gather the weeds, all causes of sin and all lawbreakers, and they will be thrown into the fiery furnace. The sons of the evil one will be burned, and the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. And this separation will happen on the last day. But until then... Jesus instructs that both good seed and weeds be allowed to grow together. And it is a weedy world. You are a baptized child of God living in a world of weeds. As a follower of Jesus in a world of weeds, it can feel like you're getting choked out, like you have to fight for the light Because the weeds are growing tall and unchecked all around you and you can get frustrated and discouraged. Living in a weedy world, there is great temptation. You're influenced by the weeds and their weedy ways. Their sin tempts you to sin. Their sin makes sin seem normal. In this weed-filled life, you can feel like you have disappeared into a world of weeds. You can start to believe there's no hope for a follower of Jesus among the weeds of the world. And Jesus knows this. Jesus knows it'll be difficult for the wheat, so after telling his disciples that the good seed and the weeds will grow together until the last day, Jesus tells two more parables. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who on finding one pearl of great value went and sold all that he had and bought it. 
Traditionally, these two parables are interpreted to mean that the treasure, the pearl, is salvation in Jesus. And you are the merchant who, who finds the treasure, finds the pearl. You're the one who gives up everything to attain the treasure, to possess the pearl. You give up all that you have to get salvation in Jesus. You give up everything to attain that treasure. That's how the parables have been interpreted. But let's see if this fits with the rest of the Gospel of Matthew. If we flip a few pages forward, we get to Matthew 18. We find the story of the unforgiving servant who is having himself and all that he has sold to pay his debt. This selling of everything is shown to be a great tragedy, a great punishment. Flip forward another page to Matthew 19, we find the rich young man who believes he's done all the good deeds that he needs to do to earn eternal life. And Jesus tells him, sell all that you have and give it to the poor, and then you'll have treasure in heaven. And the rich young man is unable to do this. And Jesus says it'll be easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. And the disciples are concerned. Who then can be saved? And Jesus tells them, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. If the treasure is Jesus and you are the man who must give up everything to obtain the treasure, well then, then you're lost because you cannot give up everything. With man, this is impossible. As hard as you try, you cannot give up all your sin. You cannot give up all your possessions. You cannot do it because... You are tainted with the sin inherited from your first parents, from Adam and Eve. If the treasure is Jesus, if the pearl is Jesus, and it's up to you to give up everything, then you're lost. But that is not the message Jesus is giving to his disciples who are struggling with being his followers in a world full of weeds. Jesus is not the treasure here. You are the treasure. You are the pearl of great price. Jesus is the man who finds the treasure and gives up everything to possess you. You. A lowly sinner hidden in the weedy fields of this world of immorality and evil. You are God's great treasure. You, the one who struggles with secret desires and actions, with hidden guilt and shame. You are the pearl of great value. You are the reason Jesus Christ gives up heavenly glory humbles himself and takes on human flesh as a helpless infant. You are the reason that Jesus lives a life of poverty as a traveling preacher, 
You are the reason that Jesus, God in flesh, gives himself up to be arrested and tried in the middle of the night. You are the reason that Jesus, Emmanuel, God in flesh, God with us, gives himself up to be spit on, mocked, beaten, stripped, and flogged. You are the reason that God in flesh gives up everything, allowing himself in humiliation to be nailed to a cross at Calvary in order to redeem you from sin, from death and the devil. You are the reason Jesus rose from the grave and conquered death. You are the great treasure. Jesus gives up everything in order to have you. You are sealed as his treasured possession in your baptism in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit as that was watered onto your head. You are God's great treasure. You belong to God and you can trust it because it's not anything from you. It's because Jesus gave up everything to have you. You who know the depth of your own sin and depravity. You who knows that from yourself there's no hope of being good enough. You are saved by the blood of Jesus shed for you on the cross. Into your life in the weeds comes this amazing good news. You who were lost in this sinful world have been rescued, redeemed, not from anything within yourself, but through Jesus giving up everything for you. You don't need to doubt because it's not from yourself. You are Jesus' treasure. God is for you. And if God is for you, who can be against you? The devil loves to hang around you accusing you of being an irredeemable sinner who might as well just go and sin more. The devil wants to be your guide, but you do not belong to the devil. You are not a seed of the evil one. You are good seed. You are a son of the kingdom because of what Jesus has done for you. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? The devil wants to accuse you, but his accusations are powerless. Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Jesus is for you. The one who died and rose and ascended gave up everything to possess you. There is no one who can trump Jesus. There is no one who can charge you. Nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. Now life in the world is trouble. You live among the sons of the evil one. There's so many that reject Jesus' lordship 
They reject Jesus' sacrifice for them. They reject Jesus altogether. You live among the weeds of the world, but the weeds cannot separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. You live with tribulation. You live with distress. There's great persecution against Christians in this world, and it seems that it's only getting worse. There's famine in the world where there is enough food, but not in the right places. There are those who don't have adequate clothing. There's danger everywhere. There's warfare around the world with no end in sight. It can seem that everything is out of control and that there is no hope. But nothing can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. You are God's treasured possession. You are his pearl of great value. Nothing can separate you from his love. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation. Nothing can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus, your Lord. The weeds cannot separate you from God's love. Jesus gave up everything to have you. You are God's treasured possession. You are the pearl of great value. You belong to Jesus. Amen. And now may the peace of God, the peace that is beyond understanding, keep your hearts and minds in true faith until our Lord Jesus returns in glory. Amen. We rise for the Te Deum.